Well, I'm not sure if you noticed. Uh, I certainly did when I read it. There were sure a lot of do's and don'ts in the readings this morning. I uh, ended up basically counting them up, and I think I counted six don'ts and associated do's in that very short reading for our good news this morning. The general direction of all of this counsel and caution is authentic and sincere prayer. I've heard it said, faithful prayers do not waste words. And based on the Lord's prayer, I would say that our Lord would want us to pray with simple words, few words, and from the heart. It was a Jewish custom that expected all the adult males to pray in the morning and in the evening three times, and they had to face east. I think that is east, right? Please not if I'm wrong or right. Okay. So we, all of us males would have to stand up and face that direction, and we would pray three times in the morning and the evening, and we'd have to pray before and after meals. And we would pray in postures of bowing or standing. I've also heard that sometimes uh, a Jewish prayer might include a little rocking like this. Maybe you've seen someone at the Wailing Wall in Jerusalem and they're rocking a little. And that's just to quiet the body down so that you can concentrate on the prayer. I have tried that at an assembly. Uh, I'm the only one doing it. I tend to stand out being the height I am. <laughs> I think people are worried that I might fall over. (laughs) But, you know, it's just a way to get you to focus on the prayer. I think anyone would be hard-pressed to remain authentic and sincere with all of these prescribed prayers for a day. Jesus simply wanted his followers to practice their piety and their prayers without hypocrisy. I did a little research on the word hypocrite and discovered that it originally was attributed to the theater where the actors would conceal their countenance behind a mask. So think of the classic Greek dramas and in those Either the main character or maybe the chorus would wear a happy face mask and a sad one. Hypocrites then, based on that understanding, are wearing masks, pretending to be who they are not. That's the last thing that Jesus wants us to do in our prayer pretending to be who we are not. There is an old Hasidic tale about three pious Jews who decided to spend the high holy days with a very famous rabbi. They set out on their journey without money, without food, intending to walk the entire way. Several days into the journey, you can imagine, well, they were hungry, still a long way from their destination. They knew that they had made a mistake. 
They must do something. So they decided that one of them would disguise himself as a rabbi. So when they came to the next village, the people would offer them uh, this imposter and his companion some food, honored that a rabbi would come to the village. Now, because all three were pious, none of them wanted to be the deceitful one. So they ended up having to draw straws, and the unlucky one had to don the clothing of a rabbi. Another that by that time decided to create a little bit more of a ruse and dress as his assistant. However, as you can easily see, all three were complicit in this deception. When they drew near to the village, they were all excited. There were cries of joy. A rabbi is coming. A rabbi is coming. And they were escorted with great ceremony to the inn where they received a sumptuous feast which they were so happy to have after long days of hunger. All was good. All was well. And when the meal was done, then the innkeeper came to the pretend rabbi. And he spoke with great sorrow. Rabbi, you must pray for my son. He is dying. And the healers have given up hope. But the Holy One, blessed be his name, may respond yet to your prayers. They all looked at each other, the three companions. And then they thought, wow, we've begun this ruse. There's no choice but to go. And so the pretender accompanied the father to the bedside of his sick son. They had a terrible night that night trying to sleep. They were really ready to leave the town before their deception was discovered. Except that in the morning, the innkeeper came still hoping, oh, still hoping for that wonderful miracle, and then sent them off with even more blessing, sent them off with a carriage and some horses. They left the village and traveled to the great city. They spent magnificent days on those holy days listening to the famous rabbi. His teaching of the Torah carried them right up to heaven. But then the holy days ended. And they suddenly realized that, yes, they have to go back home again. And, yes, they've got to go back to that same village to bring back the horses and the carriage. Terrified, the mock rabbi resumed his disguise. His heart was in his throat when he approached the village, especially when he saw the innkeeper coming toward them, waving his hands furiously. But to their surprise and delight, the innkeeper embraced the imposter with joy and thanksgiving. He said, only one hour after you left our village, my son arose from his bed well and strong. The healers were amazed, but my son lives, and I am so grateful for your prayer, Rabbi. Now again, the companions were bewildered and looked at each other and wondered what had happened. Had his prayer really healed the boy? 
was their friend, their companion, a rabbi all along and didn't tell them? And so when they were alone, they asked him, what did you do? What did you say? And he said, I stood by the bedside of that child. I was very quiet. Lifted my thoughts to heaven. And I prayed, Master of the universe, please. This father and son should not be punished because of me, just because they think I'm a rabbi. Who am I? I'm nothing. I'm a pretender. If this child dies, his father will think a rabbi can do nothing. So, master of the universe, not because of me, but because of his father and his faith, can it hurt that his son would be healed? Now that is a sincere and authentic prayer. This is our story. We all wear a mask. We're no different than the rest of the world. But God who sees behind our mask is still gracious and forgiving and life-giving. So as we pray this Lord's Prayer, great gift given to his disciples, we do so knowing God knows who we really are and loves us all the more. Amen.